Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to the Limitless Health Podcast, where we've got another exciting episode today where we're going to be talking a lot about ultra processed food. And just one more thing for you guys to learn and understand to help take the limits off of your health. So let's, yeah. let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ultra processed foods. Well, what might ultra processed foods be? <laughs> well, anything that is fast food based, right? Lots of preservatives and chemicals, fast food, drive through, um, anything that comes in a box or it's prepackaged, ready to go foods, those are our typical ultra processed foods. AKA, they are quick and convenient foods. Mm-hmm. But are they really helping you in the long term? Short term, yes, maybe with money because they seem to be more affordable. They go on sale, right? You can you can supersize or get more for your money kind of sale marketing, but short term, um, but man, are they really helping you out in the long term? And that's that's our heart. Tracy's in my heart is to help you not with just the short term changes and and quote unquote fixes in your health and helping you be healthier, but we are in it for the long game and we want to help you shift how you think about your health um, from more of kind of the sprint mentality. Like I want this and I want this now, and I'm going to do this challenge or I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to start doing this exercise plan, helping you shift and take that behavior and move it towards more consistency over the long term as a lifestyle. Um, And so short-term eating, quick, convenient, maybe more affordable, um, but is it blessing you in the long haul? Absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking about kind of where this processed food craze came about. It really came originally for a purpose of as more women were going into the workforce and as a way to, you know, help make life more convenient and make things easy and feed your family, you know, and times of when there was more food shortages and um, low income things going on. And this was designed to help people feed their family, basically, on a budget, on a time crunch. But now we are looking at 60% of the standard American diet is consisting of ultra processed food and 67% of children are eating ultra processed foods. And this is very alarming because now we're looking at this of like, okay, we're learning that it's not just about calories um, and I'm cutting my calories, but man, I'm still hungry and I'm eating this food and I'm eating this low fat food and 
you know, gluten-free of things from a box, these quick and easy things. And why am I still feeling lousy? Why do I constantly feel hungry? And why can't I lose weight is a lot Mm -hmm. of the questions that people are asking. And so I think it's time that we start looking at this of, okay, hang on. What is this stuff doing to us? Yeah. Oh man. There's, there's so much. I mean, they've been doing, I mean, they know research wise, um, like physiology, biochemistry, they get it. They are, you know, spending time in labs, like figuring out, configuring ways to engineer foods that are more palatable, meaning that it hits certain places on your, your taste buds and it releases biochemicals like dopamine. Oh, this feels good. Um, and so then you want more of it. They also now have discovered that because dopamine is, it's an, a hormone that is, um, what am I saying? Produced in the gut biome. So in the, uh, in your, in your gut that now once the foods get there, it actually dis- it also has a dopamine effect and then triggers your brain to want more of these foods. So not only is it like initially, like when it is in your mouth, like that initial experience, even as it moves through your digestive tract, it influences how hormones are produced. Those like, you know, the dopamine, like I, I like what I'm feeling sort of a thing, which is. And that's why you can't stop eating the chips. Like it legitimately is addictive. So. Yeah. And they legit. (laughs) design it for that purpose. There is yeah. a book that I want to, there's a book I want to read. I haven't read it yet. It's on my wish list. Um, it's called the Dorito effect. And I listened to the guy that wrote this book and it talked about, you know, when you open up a bag of Doritos and you're eating them and then there's that one Dorito that is the cheesy, spicy, super flavorful one pocket of flavor of happiness. And they actually create the Doritos in this way to have like that one. And then you want to keep searching for that one. So then you keep eating them, waiting for that next super delicious seasoned one. Like this is legit what goes on Mm -hmm. in these manufacturing companies is they talk about like, how do we make this food so that they can't just eat one so that you want to keep going back. And all those brain chemicals that you're talking about too. It's fascinating. And so this is, if you know, if you're someone who's like, I'm just addicted and I have these massive cravings, we want you to know this isn't your fault because you're literally being set up for failure in the industry that we're living in these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So no, biochemically, this stuff really legitimately triggers you to, it, it messes with your, your hormones, your neurotransmitters, uh, you know, that it tells you, Hey, I want more. And so, yeah. So what are we going to do about that? Right. We're, we're, we're thinking that eating healthy, it takes more time and it costs more money. Um, and so we want to, I guess, talk about like, well, let's, let's take a look at that. Let's examine this. If we're talking about these foods that are, they're not whole quote, real food, right? They've been engineered and processed and packaged, right? So it's not something that you're pulling out of your garden or 
coming out of the meat locker. It's something that has had time and processing to come together as a product. And so, you know, wanting to shift the, the nutrients that are available in this processed, you know, stuff is so much less than what would come is, you know, I'm going to grab an apple, I'm going to have a, a little avocado and, you know, um, I don't know, a part of a chicken breast. Like it's a different way of eating, but it doesn't have to be more expensive. And when you're eating these ultra processed, highly palatable foods, you end up eating more quantity of food. Mm -hmm. The nutrition uh, that comes with that is much less. And therefore, because of the addictive properties, but also because of a nutrient drive, our body needs more of that. So yeah, your just, body, because yeah. your body's saying like, your body's saying, no, I need more this certain vitamin, this certain mineral, yeah. your body knows that intuitively, but you're not getting a rich like density of these vitamins and minerals in this processed food. And right. so that's why you keep like, that's another reason why you keep coming back for more is because your body's physiologically saying I need more nutrition. Yes. And so then you keep eating. So it triggers you that you're hungry, but you're not really hungry. Your body just wants the nutrition. Yeah. It's looking for nutrition, even with the marketing again, like fortified with, you know, mm -hmm. extra these vitamins or these minerals or fiber, fiber's a big one. Um, it, again, if it, if it has to be processed and engineered in some way, shape or form for it to be presented to you in a box package or a drive-through, it is not as healthy for your body, your brain function, your body function, your gut function, your immune function, heart and lung, like every freaking system in your body, it's not as good for your body. So what no. do you want to do? Do you want to continue to make choices where 60%, if you're an adult, 60% of your diet consists of some kind of processed food that keeps you addictive and on that path or start to make a little shift. Um, instead of, you know, the drive-through, we're going to do this. And so one, one step at a time, making a shift, because we know with our health coaching business, that if you try and do all or none and shift everything all at once, at some point, your brain is going to resist you, even though it is the, ideally it is the healthiest and best thing for you in the long run, your brain like will run out of gas to support it in the long term because it needs to be dosed in, in smaller bits, little shifts at a time is really where you find that long-term success. So, you know, even though we're talking, you know, I mean, these foods, my kids eat these foods. They don't eat it 60% of their diet. And, but I still feel like, man, we eat it too often. And I know, and I know the science part of me understands like, oh shoot, this can set their systems up in the long term for maybe some hormone disruption, um, you know, irregular periods or terrible periods. PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome is related with carbohydrates that are ultra processed, starchy carb kind of thing, you know? So there's one thing you can get headaches related like hormone imbalances and it creates headaches. It can be inflammation, um, irritable bowel syndrome, chronic, you know, constipation, diarrhea back and forth, like it disrupts our systems. And so thinking about that, um, how do we want to start making a shift towards blessing our health in the long run 
um, it takes time guys. Yeah. Yeah. And you go to the doctor complaining about your PCOS or your chronic headaches or, um, you know, just overall low grade energy or achiness in your body. And what are they going to tell you? Well, they might, you know, give you a medication for it or, um, probably medication. Nobody's going to ask you how much processed food are you eating? Nobody. They might say, they might tell you to lose weight or to exercise. Okay. But you're sitting here thinking, well, I'm, I'm eating these, you know, so-called healthy options and I still feel like garbage. Nobody's asking what does your actual nutrition look like? Just because you're getting calories in your body and feeding your system, does it mean that you're honoring your body? Because like just said, like the, the nutrition content, even though a lot of things are enriched, the nutritional content of these enriched things are still not going to be as valuable and high quality as something that you would get from real food. Um, and so your body is just in this constant confusion and constant need for more, 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 which leads to that continuation of more inflammation, more of those higher blood sugar spikes, because they are generally going to be a little bit heavier on the carbs. Mm-hmm. Even if they're considered low carb, it's, it's because of the, the composition of them you know, we've talked, if you've hung out with us long enough, you've heard us talk about this balancing the way that we eat in a way to balance our blood sugar of the, the protein, the fat, the fiber. And when we eat in that way, we don't get those spikes, but most of these ultra processed foods are heavier leaning towards the carb and a little bit of fiber and tiny bit of protein weaved in. And so you're getting these higher spikes, which again, then leads to the increased cravings. And, you know, we, then we have a, we have a crisis of diabetes on our hands in this country as well. So we're constantly in this state of spikes, crashes, and very little real food to help kind of wrap it up. Yeah. I think about my own health journey. Um, uh, from an early age. Yeah. I grew up in, in the Midwest, in Nebraska and processed foods were really coming in style in the seventies. You know, there was cereals and pop tarts and, um, you know, like the little packaged puddings and, you know, like this was, these were, there were TV dinners, like, boy, was that like a cool thing? That was, Um, that was a treat, you know? And so that was a, a and I didn't have, we didn't have fast food in my hometown. My hometown was only 1100 people population wise. So I didn't have that exposure, but I think about the, the diet that I had growing up and it was, you know, box, like one pot wonders, casseroles, (laughs) <laughs> velvet cheese the chef, you know, chef like, boyardee oh, oh and i mean m- mom i am totally not talking about you not being a good cook i'm just saying this was the american way people this is how yeah. we're starting to, you know we're starting to eat this way we don't and have it's time palatable to it's palatable and, and you know your yes. kids your kids are going to eat it because so you're like sweet my kids are in but am i really fueling my kids for success yep and i think about just 
you know, my, my hormones were totally off. I didn't have a regular period ever. Um, I had, um, I had irritable bowel syndrome. So I had stomach issues as, like from early on. And, you know, as I got into adulthood, it was, you know, trying to start a family. I couldn't because why I was quote unquote infertile. And I do believe that the influence of my diet, how I ate as a child in my teens and in my twenties, and even into the first part of my thirties, largely influenced my body on how it was functioning. Um, and so now I, I have that information about my personal journey. And I think about it with our girls. And like I said, now we live in this big old metro area. We're driving by fast food every, like every day, multiple times. And so, and I, to, I know your girls like it. Oh yeah. They like their canes in and out and Chick-fil-A people. Um, and so, you know, then we start to split hairs. Oh, those are healthier fast food places. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, oh, guys, anyway, we're not here to like hop on the bandwagon telling you, you know what, you're a terrible parent or a terrible person if you eat this stuff. We just kind of want to empower you with this background information like, hey, this, this stuff is legit addictive for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, it jack wagons, it totally hijacks your biochemical releases and tells your brain like, hey, I, I, I want more from a dopamine effect. But secondly, because nutrient value wise, you're depleted. And so it's like, I need more of this or I need more of this. And so I guess we just want to offer, you know, insight to that. And then, well, shoot, you know, how can you, if you, if you are somebody that falls in that 60% category, how can you start feeling healthier like now um, and making a, a, a shift towards more whole food kind of stuff? So what, Trace, what are whole food? When we say whole food, like examples of that look like what? I mean, not in a box. So, yeah. okay. You know, if you're, yeah, if you're sitting here and you're like, oh my gosh, this is me. And I, I don't feel great. And maybe this is why I'm constantly feeling headachey or low energy and all the things. Um, and you want to start evaluating this. We don't want you to panic. We don't want you to go on a rampage in your pantry and throw everything away. Um, but it's, it might be time for you to start evaluating how do I want to feel and how do I start with just one simple thing? So, okay. Mm -hmm. When we talk about, you know, real foods. Okay. I, I like breakfast. I think breakfast is an easy place to start. Um, mm -hmm. because for a couple of reasons, one, it just, it sets up your day, I think for a little bit more success, but sometimes if dinner is either chaotic in your household or, it is more of a family thing and you're thinking, oh, my kids aren't going to eat this way and I can't change it all at once. Okay, that's fine. I feel like breakfast is kind of, you know, it's kind of more personal of like everyone's just kind of getting breakfast Yeah, a lot of times. Um, and so if you're like, okay, my kids aren't giving up their cereal quite yet, what can I eat for breakfast? And that's where you start to evaluate like, okay, maybe um, for me, I recognized years ago that cereal was not cutting it for me. And I always felt like a low grade headache early in the morning. I was starving by like, shoot, yeah. eight o'clock in the morning, <laughs> like an hour <laughs> later thinking hey, I ate this healthy breakfast. Um, so maybe you start looking at how do I get some fat, some protein, um, and some fiber into my morning 
because that Mm -hmm. starts your day off and and you might even start the day off feeling like, oh, wow, I feel actually really good. And then you don't crave the donut in the office at nine o'clock. And then, Mm -hmm. so it leads to other choices. So that's where I think breakfast is a great start. Um, So that being said, what do you eat? Well, we are not your girls to tell you, eat this, don't eat this. But um I, I mean, like berries, you know, talking about yeah, carbo- like, carbohydrates are fruits and veggies, but that's also cereals and breads and pastries and all of those mm-hmm. donuts, you know, like there is a spectrum of carbohydrates, but if we're going to talk about the best body blessing carbohydrates, you know, we're talking, you know, fruits, definitely berries are like a ton of bang for your buck. If you're going to eat yeah. a and an egg and e- eggs are mm-hmm. good protein, um, mm-hmm. protein and some fat. And, you know, maybe you're like, I'm super pressed for time. Okay. Maybe you hard boiled a dozen eggs on the weekend. And then you've got two eggs a day. And that's an easy thing that you could just bust out and go add some fruit to that. Um, add maybe some, a handful of nuts, Yeah, another healthy fat, nut, nut butter, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you do smoothies in the morning. I've been more on my, my oatmeal bowls where I have a, a, I don't know, quarter cup of oats, um, a vanilla protein powder. My protein powder is plant-based because dairy, it just doesn't agree with my body. Um, I have some kind of berry. Oftentimes my favorite berry is raspberries. And then I, then I dump in a whole lot of other stuff that is all good for my body, but chia seeds would be one of those. That's um, a good healthy fat um, and fiber content. Mm-hmm. Um, I have greens powder. So, you know, there's lots of different ways to kind of layer in and it's convenient and you could do the quote unquote overnight oats is another thing. Like, again, if we're talking about time crunching, um, you know, doing a little ahead prep, that can be something that is easy to help set you up for success in the mornings. So, um, but yeah, lots of different ways to just start integrating like, okay, I'm, and, may, and maybe even just taking inventory for three days, um, like where, what times of day are, am I most susceptible in wanting to just grab something that's quick, convenient and, and packaged in a little something, something or a drive-through um, and just mm-hmm. starting there because that recognition piece is really key. I mean, you can listen to us and go, oh, yeah. okay, I, I need, I need to do this because it would be better for me, but, um, it needs to, it needs to resonate and inside your core, like inside of your being that you want to make this change for all the right reasons. Yeah. And are you, are you grabbing the thing just because it's convenient because it's there because you're bored, because it's a trigger of, you know, something triggers in your day. Or are you actually hungry? It's that we've talked about this pause and evaluate. What do I really want? I know for me, one of my triggers is when the kids get home from school, a lot of times they are hungry. And I do just kind of want to munch sometimes because they're munching. And But I realize I'm not hungry. I'm just, I'm just triggered by them. And yep. So being aware of these things of what do we want of, you know, how, how do I want to feel and, and also paying attention to how do I feel after I eat, whatever it is. So these are great things to just start simply with, and then you can start over time, start implementing more and more things into your day. We do have a really good free food guide 
that has a real a lot of really good options for you of a couple recipes, a lot of breakfast, and then a couple like lunchy dinner things that are gonna mm -hmm. bring you some simple ways to start getting this protein, fat, fiber into your mix and yeah. to start feeling better. So we'll put that in the show notes so that you can um, take advantage of that. But remember, it's about how you want to feel. We're not saying you have to cut everything, but once you start paying attention to some of these things, you might see that you want to start making some different choices. Yeah. And if you're one of those that you're listening to this and going, man, I've, I've tried to change my eating so many times, but I end up falling back into the patterns, which tends to maybe be in some of these, um, the ultra processed, highly palatable carbohydrate, density foods. It, just know that there are reasons behind that. <laughs> they are addictive. They're designed to be addictive. Um, and then from a nutrient standpoint, it doesn't, it doesn't give you as much nutrient dense uh, calories. And so then your body is asking for more. So those are a couple yeah. like science-based things that, Hey, it's not all your fault. It's not that you're weak and lame and you can't do this. You can do this. And if you need help, mm -hmm. then that we are here, um, to, to help guide you and direct you and walk alongside of you and supporting you on however that you need to. So make yeah, sure to, to yeah. Do. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's what we got today. So are you loving anything this week? Um, yes, I'm sipping on it right now. So I know I have spoken to this before this product um, by Dr. Amy Shaw and she, um, it, it, and I gave, didn't I give you, I gave you the, the chai latte, right? Just the regular chai I just, latte. I just finished sipping mine. Yep. And, but, um, she had, of course now, you know, once you get in and then the marketing, Oh, she's got in. something else. <laughs> she's got pumpkin chai latte. Um, and so I tried the pumpkin chai latte and I am sipping on it this morning. Um, it is awesome. Hot. It is awesome. Cold. I love it. It's just a little treat. Um, so mm. yeah, you know, the, the creamy coconut pumpkin spice blend formulated with L-DOPA, um, and some other good, um, spices and blends to boost your mood, calm cravings and stimulate metabolism folks. So you know, again, pumpkin season is over. I know, I know. I just, I enjoy <laughs> it any time of year. Not, not as much as I do in the fall, but I'm like, I got to try it right now. And it's really good. Awesome. It mm -hmm. sounds good. I'm sure it's delicious. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm loving, this is perfect. Cause we're talking about this processed foods and Processed foods also goes like, you know, we're talking about the snackies and the crunchies, um, but it also goes in the, the salad dressings, um, that kind of realm. And mm -hmm. I have discovered Primal Kitchen and their products. Yeah. I, I've been buying their, I buy their avocado oil, but I actually went, because um, you can get that at Sprouts, but they don't sell all their products. So I went on their website and they are, they have they use avocado oil. So, because a lot of salad dressings are vegetable oil based and, mm -hmm. you know, the seed oils, a lot or of the, the things that are, that are triggering inflammation. And mm -hmm. I was triggered to look into their salad dressing because my eight-year-old decided he liked salad all of a sudden. And so I wanted well, to, encourage, I, I know. So I wanted to encourage this, but I was like, he's really in it for the salad dressing folks. Um, yeah. Let's just be clear. 
and because he tried he tried a caesar a caesar dressing and you know that's creamy and delightful and but i was like you know what if this kid is intrigued about trying vegetables and wanting to eat salad at dinner then i'm going to promote this but i don't want to a i don't have time to make salad dressing every night it's just not going to happen yeah. and but i don't want the the unhealthy oils in our salad dressings and the chemicals and all the things and so i looked at primal kitchens products and i just got um i got their ranch i got their caesar and I got their teriyaki sauce oh. and I got, I ended up getting a spicy brown mustard too, because it was like really delicious and like no junk in it. Cause you know, there's so much sugar in all of these products. They had, they have a ketchup. Uh-huh. I didn't try their ketchup, but, um, I wanted to try it because there's, you know, there's no sugar in it and all the added chemicals that are in so many of these things. And we have been eating salad nice. because, um, he likes it. And so it tastes good. So I've been really happy with it. Avocado based and none of the junk. Yeah. Yeah. I, so Kelly that's Lerac just, you know, if, if you, Christians. yeah. So a lot that's of those healthy thing, guys, people, like yeah. there's, there's a lot of good things. Um, there are good people who are creating, you know, some products that can make your life easy. Even if it's as simple as changing the salad dressing that you eat so that you're not getting these junky chemicals and junky oils. That can be yeah. one start to your processed yeah, absolutely. elimination. Yeah. Love it. We're going to have to try the ranch because my kids are ranch and then they're like, they're ranch snobs for Pete's sake. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not the hidden Valley. Like my kids are the hidden Valley kind of snobs. Yeah. So it's, it's different, but he liked it. He definitely, um, he loved the Caesar though. So that was good. Well, guys, just, you know, make your, your choices where, wherever it's going to happen, little, little choices at a time. Right. So (laughs) just choose your battles and start small and then build upon it. And if you need some help in this arena, um, you know, giving you direction on how you can start to shift the way you're eating so that you can feel better, have better energy, better gut function, you know, better brain function, focus, clarity, all those things, less cravings and, feeling like you're just stuck in a certain eating pattern, please reach out to us. We are here to help you. Yep. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.